Hello, 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 squirrel friends. I'm John Polly, a producer on RuPaul's Drag Race and a Drag Race historian. And welcome, welcome, welcome to the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast, or as we like to call it, She's already the hair hurts. Brought to you by World of Wonder and VH1, this podcast takes you deep inside the big pink furry box that is RuPaul's Drag Race. Each week, I'm joined by show insiders, judges, and the queens who made herstory to talk about this new 11 legendary season and talk about their experiences on the show. So, thank you for listening. And warning, kitty girls, there will be spoilers in this episode. Duh. So don't be gagging. So we warn you every ball. Speaking of balls, ball queen, hey. Hey. Also, if you still haven't seen this week's episode, make sure you watch RuPaul's Drag Race every Thursday at 9, 8 central on VH1 or on WOW Presents Plus. Now... Having said that, this week I am joined by a season three superstar, but she's you've also seen her in seasons 11, seasons 10. How many seasons? All over the place. I don't know. I, I try to get in where I can fit in, you know, Thank trying you. to stay afloat amongst a sea of queens. A sea of queens. Mariah Paris Balenciaga is with us. Hello. Hey, honey. You want some of my hot tea? <laughs> She is sipping tea. Please don't spill it. I want you to spill tea, but don't spill that. Oh, I won't spill this, honey. This has got my good elixir in it. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Oh. Ah, have you been enjoying the season? I have. You know what? I was pleasantly surprised so mm-hmm. far this season. Uh, I will uh, unofficially dub it the season of personalities. Yes. Yes. I agree. There's like some big, like, I mean, some girls are fighting. Some girls are just sassy and loud. Some girls are all of the above. There's great looks and stuff, but a lot of heart too. And just like big personalities. What is, the, you know, the vibe of this season yeah. is actually taking me back to the raw and the grit Ooh. of like the earlier three seasons. Yeah. You know, when the girls, they weren't coming in trying to be brand ready. Right. And right. not trying to edit themselves too much. The girls are really going in hardcore yeah. with their passion and their emotions and it's like they're not holding it back sometimes they could keep some of the crying because you know you can cry later like cry, cry into your pillow while you eat pizza oh yeah <laughs> although i know i actually please cry on camera cry on camera a lot but, well it does make for oh. great television yeah I, I i think so too and like passion i think passion is a key word i'm getting a lot of passion from these girls they're being a little less guarded and just more authentic which is always you know a constant mantra of rue or michelle or whoever to the, to the girls like yeah you know don't put on for us just be yourself and that's how you succeed and win well that's the biggest mistake because the they tell the girls every year when they submit their tapes, do not edit yourself. Don't oh, don't produce yourself. Yeah. That will be done. Let the producers produce <laughs> you. You just be you. That's your job. Mm-hmm. And I think that these girls are really hitting it the nail on the head with that. And I've I've thoroughly enjoyed it so far. Would you give me like maybe your two or three favorites of this season? I might get a call from one of Ruth's lawyers, but you can't sue a, a, a broke cabbage. <laughs> But anywho. But you can make um, coleslaw. You can make coleslaw and add mayonnaise. For me, can I do top four? Yes. Okay. Uh, Kyria Davenport, Mm -hmm. Brooklyn Heights, Mm -hmm. Evie Oddly, and... You know what? Let's throw in Silky for a little extra flavor. A lot of extra I flavor. I like some nutmeg. <laughs> <laughs> I like to put a little nutmeg on top of my eggnog. All right. We're going to dive into this episode. The girls come back in the room after last week's lip sync and nobody went home. It was a double Shantae. Those two bitches are both amazing entertainers. Miss yes. Brooklyn and Evie yes. are both amazing entertainers. So I'm not yeah. surprised that 
Rue let both of them stay. Yeah. But I'm wondering, like, girl, I know Silky was ready to see Miss Evie go. I know. That is deep. That, like, that, like, sort of feud just keeps, like, brewing and steeping and, like, I don't know. It's a lot. Well, the one challenge where they were on a curious team and their, yes. their team won I loved Akira's leadership. Yeah. She let them know. She said, let's put the cards on the table. We have a job to do. Right. And I love how they both sucked it up. Um, yeah. Silky and Evie both sucked it up and got the job done. But that's what you got to do. And Akira's smart for like guiding them down that path. Because Akira also just doesn't seem to let things bother her. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure she gets bothered. But I, I like her sort of like... I don't know if it's just laid back or if it's her grasp of like, all right, let's do the thing. Maybe it's pageant life. It's discipline. Yeah. It's discipline. It comes down to, yes, have a strategy. Yes, be yourself. Let loose. But you also have to, in pageantry and anybody who's successful at competing in anything like ballroom, you still have to have strategy and smarts. Yeah. And you have to have control. Okay, so the girls are back in the room. They're talking. Silky's coming off another win. And they're like, oh, gosh, that double Shantae told us that, you know, we got no one safe and we got to really up our games. And Silky's like, I'm just going to be me. That's all you can. You know, I think she is probably the rawest form of what Rue and Michelle are constantly telling the contestants, just mm-hmm. be yourself, be you. That's why you're here. Right. She's the rawest form of it. Because the others are like, what do you mean you're not going to try to improve? And she's like, mm, I'm going to do me. It's got me this far, basically, right? Well, you know, I understand where that uh, her commentary could be spun in a different way. Right. But how I interpreted it was, it's like, you know what? I brought myself, mm-hmm. uh, what I have in my luggage, right. what I, what's on the fabric wall. I have my skill set and I'm just going to continue to work hard and do me. You know, because sometimes <laughs> when the other girls overanalyze their critiques, it messes with their game plan and it gets in their head. Yeah. You just got to do you. Silky also like is quoting the scriptures. I don't smoke a plane. The Lord will make your enemy your footstool. Miss Evie. I've never heard that, but I like it. Well, there's it's a visual. I'm imagining like somebody <laughs> down with Silky, Silky's feet propped up on them. Right, completely. And especially with how flexible Evie Oddly right? is, you got a complete visual of like just her doing like a back weird handstand. It's like from yeah. the ring. She's Evie Ottoman. <laughs> That's a whole new line of furniture she's going to be selling. Evie Ottomans. If Silky has it. her way. At Ethan Allen. At Ethan Allen, exactly. At Debbie Allen. Do you know your scriptures? Uh, no, baby. I didn't bother, honey. <laughs> baby, I can recite all the bottles on top shelf. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's what you need to know. It's knowing the things you need to know. Right. To get you places. Bible verses, top shelf liquor. Uh, hey, top shelf liquor has gotten me a lot of places. <laughs> okay. We get the girls walk in the workroom. Boom. Rue walks in the door and says, you know, I try to come from a place of love, but sometimes you got to break it down for a mother trucker. And it's time for what? Oh, it's time for a reading lesson because the library is open, darling. It's wide open, honey. This reading challenge cracked me up because there was a bunch of stumbles, this... but they just <laughs> let all the stumbles go and the queens clap back and it just, and Rue is like, it's kind of a mess and it's wonderful. Yes, it was the perfect train wreck. And I love the fact that it was so unstructured. Nina starts off and she's trying to, she's like over explaining her reads <laughs> and looking at Rue for like affirmations. Yeah. Rue's like, oh, do you, you want the, my read? <laughs> right. It was like, Miss Thing, if I didn't laugh, it wasn't funny. <laughs> it's just like, girl. Vanjie tries to read the girls and it's just, why y'all hoes ain't laughing? Y'all is trifling. <laughs> You're not funny, bitch. Not funny. 
It, it, it was very want want. Oh, but you know what? She's she understands how crazy she is, yeah. and that's what makes it even funnier to me. Right? She's like that went left. <laughs> Evie is fine. Sugar is like, all right, and stuff. And then the Silky claps back at her. Speaking of inspiration days, ain't yours coming soon? (laughs) I think this is the first time we've had a a reading challenge where the people being read read back. It is so, it's hilarious. The girls, uh, they, none of them were taking each other too seriously. And I live for that. Well, because it's a season of personality, so they can't even shut up when they're being read. Finally, Silky comes up. Tries to read Rue. It went completely dead end. And then she's like, do I have your permission to use a footnote? Yes, footnote. Okay. <laughs> get, get the knee. Literally, footnote. Miss Thing took that moist towelette out of, out of her, what, what do they call that? I don't know what kind of shoe that is. She pulls out a literal footnote. And she starts reading, and she's got poems. I'm enjoying the, the rawness of it. Yeah. She ends up reading it herself. Yes, you are fat. Yes, your hair is nappy. But, bitch, if y'all run up on me, I'm going to get real chappy. What up, ho? What up, ho? What up? I was like, where is chappy? I was going to ask you. I don't know. Uh, babe, I don't know. That must be a regional term. You know, she's from Mississippi, bitch. Biloxi. <laughs> I believe. I was like, I know when somebody's chap. Well, I know when they ashy. Yeah. But I'm just like. She was getting ready to get chappy. Well, honey, I got cocoa butter for that ass. (laughs) I've heard people say my ass was chapped, meaning like Uh I was pissed. I was unnerved. I was upset. But I'm from Arkansas, too. That's okay. This is like our producer. Thank you. you. Thanks for the clarification, Uh (laughs) Blake. Brooklyn wins the challenge. Brooklyn had some solid, smart. Smarty pants little reads in there. She did. She, she did. did. And then we get, she, we're going into the improv challenge and she gets to assign pairs. She gets to pick her partner uh-huh. and assign pairs for LADP. What does that stand for? I know what it stands for for me. I live in LA. I'm getting DP'd. <laughs> I, I think it means LA Drag Patrol. Oh. Because they're doing like a cops show spoof. <gasps> okay. So, okay. So my mind went to okay. another place. That's a different challenge. It's a different show. And that's not on VH1. That's a different skill set altogether. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. If you were getting to pick people, who would you want for your partner in this challenge? Let's see. Improving on the cuff, you know, being funny, playing a character. You know what? Because even though with improv, you still have to have, I would have picked Akira. Ooh. I would have picked Akira. How come? I know she's funny. I know she's disciplined. I know she knows how to get the job done. Whatever it is. Yeah. And then Brooklyn chooses Nina. I think kind of, you know, Nina's known to be like a good actor. And I guess Mm -hmm. I feel like Nina's known as very organized. But she didn't pick Vanjie, her beloved. We can be lovers and we can be friends. But baby, I'll see you at the end. And Brooklyn wants to stay until the very end. And she's not letting a relationship interfere with what she has to do. And her job is to win. She pairs up Vanjie with Plastique, Akira with Evie, and Silky with Sugar. And you said, why didn't she put Evie and Silky together to, like, stir it up? Now, if Brooklyn wanted to be shady, she really could have put Silky Nutmeg Ganache with Miss Evie Oddly and watched them two hash it out. Could you imagine that for this challenge? Well, they would have had to call the cops on the cops challenge. (laughs) The actual LAPD on the LADP. Oh, that's that's, now that's also a movie I'd watch. Oh, I think I just got moist in my nutmeg. (laughs) 
<laughs> the queens get to work and they start talking about their teams and stuff and they're all playing different roles which we'll get into nina and brooklyn sit down and they're playing like a little scenario about neighbors feuding in a trailer park of somebody somebody naked and they kind of fight over who gets to be the naked lady nina wants it and brooklyn totally dogs her out of it we've seen the the big girl do the naked bit right as like for their comedic comedy sure uh recipe yeah and i think it was very brilliant for Brooklyn to be like, no, 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 let's take this to uh, absolute absurd yoga, vegan-esque yes. type of annoying Coachella person. <laughs> <laughs> totally. She's, she's almost like too good at it. I'm like, Honey. girl, is that, are you typecasting yourself? I was like, I could not imagine <laughs> what those cops were visualizing beneath those pixelated uh-huh. blurred spots. Cheyenne and Fortune got a, got a show. Guru comes in, does the walkthroughs with the girl. We talk about Silky seems familiar with some bootleg action. She and Sugar are playing like a back alley boot pack. So bat, wait. Back alley bootleg booty pads. Oh my God. Thank you. I can never mm-hmm. have said that. That is their, that's their gig. That's their, their assignment. Uh-huh. Silky gives me a girl that knows how to find a bargain on some bootleg booty pads. <laughs> <laughs> Plastic and Vanjie are playing kitty cats fighting outside of the liquor store. What I liked, what cracked me up and, and Bruce, you know, talks to them. And the first thing Vanjie said is like, you know what? We're going to do this gradually. We're not going to start crazy and just not- go from that. We're going to like, th- we're going to really, you know, make sure this works and builds into like a whole scene. We'll see where that goes. And then it just starts right out at a, yes. not, f- forget a 10. Yes. They went all the way to a hundred. Yeah. Evie and Akira are playing twerking girls on the street, like fighting over the same street corner. They're like street performers. Sometimes the girls have experience mm-hmm. or they know girls of experience yeah. with twerking on the street corner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish there were more twerkers on the street corner. I Life would be like more like entertaining. A better place. Thank you. I also want to get to the fact that we're, this is day drag. Like the girls are actually outside in the daytime, the daylight, drag it up and playing characters. But I want to get to that when we get to break down the whole thing. So first, we're going to take a little break. Okay. And when we get back, we're going to get LADP'd. It's coming. RuPaul's DragCon LA is just around the corner at the LA Convention Center on May 24th, 25th, and 26th. So get ready. Come and meet and get sweet with every queen from season 11 and about a jillion more. Akira C. Davenport, Acid Betty, Adore Delano, Aja, Alaska, Aquaria, Ariel Versace, Asia O'Hara, and that's just the A's. There will be amazing vendors, performances, fun panels like Unlive, Trinity the Tuck giving Carson Kressley a drag makeover and our drag eye for the queer eye show. And you can even see me doing a live version of this podcast. And just hang out and prance around with other beautiful fans and folks like yourself. It really is the dragadiest place on earth. Get tickets and learn more at RuPaul'sDragCon.com. And P.S. DragCon New York is coming to the Jacob Javits Convention Center on September 6th, 7th, and 8th. Ooh, honey, so much drag. Get all the tea at RuPaul'sDragCon.com. Yes, tea and tickets at RuPaul'sDragCon.com. Thank you. Okay, we are back. The authorities have been called, and honey, it's a she-mergency. But first, before we throw the book at some queens in this maxi challenge, we're going to flash back to this theme in Drag Race history. I do this day in Drag Race history, but I'm just taking the like the theme of the episode instead. Because because why not? Why not? Do no it. rules, no laws. Mm-hmm. We're gonna flash back to a season four episode, which was called Queens Behind Bars. Do you have any idea what that was? I don't know, but I need them nuts in my face. 
thank you. Ding, 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 ding. Spoiler alert. Yeah, it was the Queens Behind Bars sitcom challenge. Queens got arrested. Somebody was a cop. But first, it was a mini challenge. Do you remember what the mini challenge was for that episode? Ooh, that one I don't. That I don't remember. It's kind of in the theme. They had to. They had to be handcuffed to each other and pose for a <gasps> mugshot. Yes. Okay. Yes. Do you remember who won that mini challenge? Baby. Madame LaQueer and Willem were chained together. They had the bit with like the, the packet exploded and whatever, you know, it smeared That's all over them. That's right. The money pack bomb. Yeah, from when you like steal money from the bank. You know, I, well, to, I, I, I wouldn't know anything about that. Well, I worked in a bank and I'm, we had those packets. I'm used to the bank stealing money from me or the IRS. <laughs> true. Stories are true. <laughs> The names have been changed, but the stories are true. And then, yes, it was a sitcom. The challenge was a sitcom about four lady friends who end up in jail. And who played the cops? There were two scenes. Um, Get those nuts away from my face. The one cop was Latrice Royale. Yes. And then the other one was... Oh. They're basically like physical opposites. Oh, God, Willem. No. What? She's white and skinny and Latrice is black and... Big. Well, this girl was of a smaller stature. <gasps> oh, that's right. I got it. Mm, I kind of like the smell. It was Kenya Michaels. Yes! Ooh, yes, 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 alarm. yes. I won that. Anyway, but Latrice launched herself into Drag Race Herstory, you know, in that challenge because mm-hmm. because the nuts were all up in her face. And she won. I was I was proud of her. Okay, well that has been this theme <laughs> in Drag Race Herstory. <laughs> Tiny footnote. This is a, a sitting on a secret tidbit from this episode. In the LADP challenge, we open up with Fortune and Cheyenne, our cops, Fortune Feimster, amazing comedian, and Cheyenne Jackson, hot actor. He's still sitting oh. Driving around in a cop car. And when this was being shot, I was laying in the back seat of that car. You couldn't see me. I was laying down on the floor. It was like a million degrees in there. And I had like a clipboard and like, you know, a walkie on because they're supposed to kind of direct them and what they were doing. But they put us in the car, and, and like for some reason, I wasn't clear in the directions. And we drove around the neighborhood out in like the valley. Uh-huh. We filmed bits of them like talking, like Cheyenne's a rookie, Fortune's like sort of like tired, jaded cop. And finally, they're like, Where are we supposed to go? And I'm like, I don't know, because I, I was waiting for directions <laughs> on the walkie. We got lost. If you look real closely in those scenes, when the, some of the shots of Fortune, you can see like at the top of my arm in the back seat. At one point, I raised up and like I drenched in sweat and looked like a crazy person. And I would love to see that hit your head pop up like yeah. a meerkat out of the back of the seat. I was like a mess. Anyway, Rue was playing the 911 operator. Uh-huh. She Oh, she was busy. Yes. She, had, she was the operator of all the sass and frass. One Madam 12. We got a 169 at the corner of Stacy Lane and Backrose Boulevard. I was like, isn't that, isn't that like the center aisle at DragCon? Yes, Stacy Lane. Stacy Lane Lane, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Something's <laughs> always going down on Stacy Lane. But these queens are outside doing daytime drag. How much of a challenge is that? That alone in itself is a miracle. And you know, I'll have to say, for the most part, the girls looked pretty decent. Yeah. I was like, all right, bitches. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree. Can I say bitches? You may. Okay, I can say, say bitches. Say it again. Oh, the bitches was turning the looks. Yes, so the, God. The first, the first team are Silky and Sugar, and from the get-go, Silky is performing. Well, at no surprise. Come get these good old hip pads. Oh, I got a new customer coming. Yeah. Oh, I'm about to get some of that government money today. No right. surprise. She comes out the gate swinging. She's being Silky, being absolutely brilliant at doing what she does, which is comedy and just yeah. being outrageous. But the fact that she's paired with Sugar is 
to a detriment because sometimes when you unleash the beast, you don't realize yeah. that you have somebody partner. else in the in the ring with you. Yeah, yeah. Although what I will say about Silky is that what she does immediately is she engages like Fortune and Cheyenne really well. Yeah. She's asking them like, oh, what do you need? Oh, do you have, you need some butt pants? Oh, you, you what about for your wife? And, and she gives them stuff to play off of. Mm-hmm. But it's not just her like yelling or something. Yeah, it so wasn't, she does that it really wasn't, fun. It wasn't erratic. Yeah. And, it wasn't erratic. And then to have to follow that, Sugar came in and just was not able to step up to the right. plate. I mean, it'd be a tough order. And, and then Fortunate later points out when they're doing you know, critiques that like Silky didn't give her as many opportunities to share the spotlight. Because, yeah. you know, because Silky's just doing her thing. Yeah. Well, with improv, and that was the challenge. Yeah. Improv, you got to throw it and then get it get it tossed back to you. Yeah. Like it, it's a, a give yeah. and take moment. It's not... Yeah the one woman show yeah. it's improv right and so i don't think silky's no by no means sabotaging her she's just being herself yeah, and, yeah. And, and doing her job i don't think it was intentional yeah yeah but the, fun as hell to watch it when was she's on that top of that police car and just like ma'am ma'am crazy and the only way that they were able to nail her down was to literally sit on her fortune themes are eating a chicken leg sitting on top of silky that visual alone was worth watching the episode. Case number two, rude 911 operator. They got a call of somebody being... Did you say naked or naked? So there's a disturbance in a trailer park. Somebody is exposing themselves. Showing their astroturf. Yes. <laughs> On the astroturf. And they show up and it's Miss Brooklyn Heights. She's living in all her lady parts glory. Yes. And lounging and... You would not think that there's anything wrong with somebody just enjoying their bodies in their own yard. Yeah. But unfortunately, she was not in her own yard. True. She was in Miss Nina West's yard. She was. And there lies in the crime, people. Now, do you sunbathe naked? Do I what? Do you sunbathe in the nude? No, because there's not enough sun in, like, (laughs) my quadruplex. Oh, I'm not even sure what that means. I don't either. (laughs) I'm sipping on my tea. How did Brooklyn do? Brooklyn did an amazing job. She took her knowledge of the obnoxious yoga culture. Yeah. And, sorry to offend any yogurers. <laughs> or do they yeah. call them the yogurts? I don't, I don't know what the yogis. The yo oh yogis. I knew there was yeah. something. And she took it there and went there and then poked fun at it. Poked fun at herself. Yeah. I am living my life. There's nothing wrong with nudity. I'm not ashamed of my body. Are you ashamed of my body? I definitely am ashamed. And I thought yeah. that that was hilarious. Right. Nina's in the in the trailer waiting for her cue. She's not getting it because Brooklyn is just feeling herself and feeling up the cops, feeling fortune. I, I don't blame her. Nina just busts out. They have a scene. It's cute. They're both good. Yes, They're they both were both good. good. Nina is totally fussy neighbor, neighbor lady. Brooklyn just got caught up in letting herself go yeah. that she forgot the cue, to do the Q word. Right. She was a free spirit. But Nina, she jumped right on in and I don't think she missed a beat. They end up making out and the cops are just like, all right, we're done here. Bye. I loved the sidebar expression of Vanji when somebody else lays lips on Brooklyn. I know. Mm. That was like, Meow. which leads us to the next scene. <laughs> and there was a cat fight outside of Kitty Liquors. C- Oh, gosh, I just got Kitty Liquors. I almost feel like the Kimora Black when she realized what charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent was. I was like, Kitty Liquors. Okay, I get it. But from the jump, the cops show up. There's cats fighting. And explain what's going on. Why you slept with my man, ho? (laughs) 
Well, I, you know what? I can't even start to explain <laughs> what is going on. I know there's a, a gallon of milk. Mm-hmm. There's milk. Right. Get, somebody get us some milk. Vanjie's crazy. Plastique is kind of unhinged, too. Plastique, I think she just clung on to the most attractive thing. Right. Which... I would not, yeah, who would not want to be like clinging around Cheyenne's leg? I'm a little jealous uh-huh. of how close she was to his man meat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 I'm not going to say I'm, I'm not either. Yes, for that reason, she gets all of my applause. But uh, only that reason. They did exactly what they didn't want to do. They started at a 40 instead mm-hmm. of a 10. And then there was just nowhere to go because it was just like, rah, rah, and you couldn't even really follow. It was, it was just yeah. a bunch of meowing, scratch, cat scratch, and then rolling on each other. Yeah. Milk was poured on the ground. Plastic <laughs> was like lapping it up off the, off, off the pavement. I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to get, she's going to get strep throat. Fortune wisely says at the end of the scene, she- let's just call animal services and get out of here. Uh, baby, sometimes you just got to put them down. <laughs> And then the final group is Akira and Evie twerking girls on the corner. Now, I will have to say when it cops first pulled up and they started the challenge, it started off a little slow for me. Yeah. But uh-huh. Miss Singh let me have it. Miss Akira let me completely have it. I, I felt like the ending we had just watched an entire TV movie. We did. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, is this Lifetime? It was so good. I was like, yeah. Akira showed me so much more of her comedic side. Yeah. And then, like she said, she got a chance to just let herself let loose. Twerking is a blessing. Twerking is a blessing, baby. And I identify with her a lot. Yeah. Because right. During my season, I was so structured. I was yeah. so structured and so focused on the competition. I right. didn't allow myself to relax. Yeah, yeah. And to That's enjoy rough. in the moment and be goofy. Yeah. And she did just that. And I'm yeah. so happy she did. They were twerking when they're crying. They're twerking when they're sobbing <laughs> on the ground. They're twerking when they're like just <laughs> like running, basically. Both of them were fully realized characters. Yeah. And I got my jollies off of this one. Mother daughter storyline. It was it was it was a lot. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, she was feeling free with a splash of foolishness. Who who would you pick as like the, the top of this whole challenge? Sometimes I don't agree with the judges, mm-hmm. uh, but this one I have to agree. Akira turned it out for me. She was my winner. We're gonna get to the runway full on in a second, but we're gonna take a break first. And when we get back, we're gonna play a game called From Cops to Chops about queens who got sent down the river. Oh. <laughs> Hey, kitty girls, are you in need of more dragony shows and programming in your life? Well, then check out WoW Presents Plus, the network featuring the best of WoW Presents and of World of Wonders' massive library of shows, series, and specials. You can get unappropriate with Trixie and Katya, get schooled by Jasmine Masters and her masterclass, plus lots of jush from queens like Jinx Monsoon, Bob the Drag Queen, and many, many more. It's just $3.99 a month or $39.99 a year to subscribe. And listen, you just spent that much on a Diet Coke and some chicken tenders, so please head to wow-presents Dot com now to sign up and get your life. Yes, that's wow-presents.com. Thank you. Okay, we're back, and it's time for a game called From Cops to Chops, which is a look back at some of the most memorable and shocking drag race eliminations. Ooh. I'm going to state the case, and you say who got sent to the big dollhouse, <laughs> a.k.a. sent home. Okay. Okay, in this one, we learned that drag is not a contact sport. After this lip sync for your life moment when Mimi I'm First picked up which fellow contestant? India Farah. True. And then who got sent home? Maybe I'm first. I'm afraid so. 
Season three, your season. Uh-huh. I know that one you well. Were, you were there. I, you uh, had a view. Baby, I had a front seat view. <laughs> and yeah, I'm just going to, mm-hmm, some of my words are not appropriate <laughs> for this for this particular show. I'm sure they are, but fine. This queen, Sasha Edway, on doctor's orders to, ha- to get a little time to recover and heal during her season. That would have been Eureka. Thank you. But she came back. Okay. After winning the maxi challenge in season four, this queen was asked to sashay away in the very same episode. <gasps> oh, that was Willem. I'm afraid so. Oh, no. But at least she left a souvenir. <laughs> Oof, she did. <laughs> Wet cleanup on aisle 10. Okay. On All Star season two, Alaska sent home this queen while wearing Roxy Andrews' borrowed rhinestone tank top. Oh, no. I'm having an emotional block. It's okay. It's an emotional moment. Oh, God. I'm going to lose this one. I'll give you one clue. Thank you. Oh, you know what? Tatiana. Yes. These two queens were the very first to be told to sashay away together on a double elimination. Oh, I know this one well, honey. It was the Caftan Queen, mm-hmm. Miss Honey Mahogany and Vivian Panay. Oh, that was quick. Well, I, I don't mind a caftan. I don't mind a good caftan. <laughs> Leaving many fans gagged and greedy for more, this queen was eliminated for keeping it on and not knowing the words. Valentina. I know. I will say during this face keeny runway, I was like, Valentina should, would have killed this. Well, well no, because she still would have had her mouth covered. Oh, you're right. And All that right. was the whole problem. Okay. This queen was the very first queen on All Stars to eliminate herself. No. no. Hold on. Repeat the question. She was the very fir- first queen on any All-Stars to send herself home or oh. to leave the competition. Oh, the Budweiser queen. Oh. Miss Adore. I know. I love her so much. I love her. This has been From Cops to Chops. And now finally we got to get this runway. Chop, chop. I can't wait. Category is Face Keeney Fantasy. <laughs> I just want like a sentence on each of these because we're going to keep this moving along. Yes. Uh-huh. Silky comes out looking like some sort of black leather bug situation. Uh, yeah, she's black leather bug. Uh, she says that she's a fly but with no wings. And then Michelle says it's a roach, but roaches have wings too. Uh, <laughs> you ain't been in the South, baby. Um, <laughs> it's cool, but not... I mean, Michelle does go so far to call it basic, which are her words, not mine. Yes. But it looks a little like a, just sort of like a leather jacket skirt separate moment. Yeah. It's, well, it's, yeah, it looks rushed. It looks rushed. Okay. There we go. Next and, up is Miss Sugar Cane and a very ornate kind of ensemble. I like this. And the fact that she actually incorporated very Hello Dolly. Yeah. I appreciate that. It's like my, yeah, the my Fair Lady sort of hat and the print. It's a, this very like ruffles. There's gloves. It's a whole, it's a whole. It's a fully realized concept. And I love the fact that she did polka dot gloves to break yeah. up the pattern. I live. And I think we think that it probably saved her, right? Oh, definitely. Sugar Cane's runway look saved her from uh, being in the bottom two because her performance in the challenge was just not it. Okay, Brooklyn Heights. Brooklyn Heights is everything I want to be and more when I grow up. Her runway look, this is absolutely sickening. I know, you, you like gasped audibly when we were watching this one. When she came out, you're like, <gasps> that, the way that the lights hit her, that... That's excellent. Yeah. That's so it's kind of like a horse thing with gold and black all over and little zebra. like. It's a glamorous zebra. <laughs> Thank you. Which is a species of equine. Nina West. 
Equine. She fine. Uh, she's definitely fine, Equine. Nina West, I live. This is what Mimi was trying to execute during <laughs> our season. Uh, Lee Bowery. Right. Right. This was more like elevated, I guess. And like, it's a whole a suit, pants, a white and, white and red jacket with piping, polka dots all over. It's really fun. This is glamour. This is, if you're trying to like connect Lee Bowery and yeah. glamour, this is the way to do it. It was an itsy bitsy, not so teeny, red and white polka dot face keeny. Yes. That's a lot of work for that one. Look at you. All right. How many sleepless nights did you have on that one? <laughs> I'm going to go to sleep right now, having said it. Up next is... Miss Vanjie. All right, Miss Vanjie. I like the fact that she did change the silhouette, and mm-hmm. but there's a saying in, in fashion. Yeah. The fit makes the fashion. Yeah. And she wanted to change up her silhouette. And I knew, I know that a lot of the new girls are not wearing boobs. Yeah. But that would have elevated the silhouette so much. Yeah. And I think the, the pants could have been a little more padded. There's a little wrinkly stuff going on. I mean, it was a fun outfit. Totally. It was fun. And I, I overall, I enjoyed it. Yeah. But in comparison to some of the other looks executed on the runway. Yeah. 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 Plastique. Was giving me. I was getting kind of like Michelle Pfeiffer, Catwoman meets Exit to Eden, Dominatrix meets a little Hellraiserish. Oh, right, right. But again, face Keeney was the challenge. Yeah, it was more just like a face harness. Yeah, and sometimes when you really don't listen to the judges and yeah. you just kind of like, oh, I already have a look. Well, baby, that's not what the challenge is. Is it's not what you already have. It's what they ask for. Thank you. Oh, but she looked lovely. Sorry. She did. No, she looked she did. She did. Yeah. Next up is Akira C. Davenport. I love the fact that she is, again, making fun, poking fun at mm-hmm. the surge. And I like this look. And I agree with the judges. This is something that's been done before, but yeah. she elevated it and did it her own way. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I live. And then Evie Oddly as like some kind of slime monster club kid situation. <laughs> Evie Oddly, you know, this is right up her alley. Yes. Her man alley. <laughs> and so I'm not really surprised that she did well with this runway look. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a very Lizard of Odd. <laughs> anyway, Brooklyn was your favorite runway look? Absolutely. Brooklyn Heights definitely has the complete toot and is my favorite favorite runway look for this episode and a girl mm-hmm. <laughs> spoiler alert who wins the whole damn thing uh, me because i'm here with you john polly <laughs> <laughs> not correct but i like it <laughs> oh goodness spoiler alert who does win akira uh, davenport oh, honey she's going to see zumanity in vegas airfare included and but i want to know what hotel she's staying at i don't know it's probably in new york new york because isn't that where they do zumanity yes it is who and did you think who did you think was going to be the the bottom two well you know what because they both did so poorly yeah. on the runway and the challenge yeah i agree with the judges that plastique and vanjie were in the bottom right which is kind of a gagger because they're both strong queens and both queens we like to watch i do right? enjoy them so they got a lip sync vanjie is shaken she gets a little broken up in confessional moment before you know she's like she's just been trying so hard Woo! the song is hood boy by miss fantasia mm-hmm. you know that song i know th- well i know that song not enough to not enough to lip sync it mm-hmm. but i'm watching them and both of them are such different 
types of performers. Mm -hmm. They have different styles. Yeah. Uh, Plastique is taking it like sexy and slow and giving seduction. Right. And then Vanjie is going straight hood with it. And they are both nailing it. Yeah. It's funny because like you want to see their whole faces, and Plastic takes her like hat, her headpiece thing off, so you kind of do see her face. I love the finger, her, that finger wave was lovely. Cute, right? Yeah. See, she did details underneath. Like, can you imagine if Silky had to take that fly head off? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you almost just made me choke. But you know, that was one thing that I did get annoyed by with this episode yeah. with Miss Silky is I'm like. Just because you assume that your whole face is going to be covered doesn't mean don't put in the work and the effort. Because even though Nina West, her whole face was covered, she had polka dots yeah. all over her face. Yeah. It's all about preparing yeah. to win. I mean, maybe Nina was, because Nina seemed, you know, worried about, you know, she wasn't sure how she did in the challenge. And maybe she was doing that extra bit so she could take off her thing and still have... But she prepared... Well, what it is that she prepared? I think I think that you should be prepared. Yeah. Like, even... Because... Silky, so, you're not you weren't guaranteed to be safe, baby. Honey, nothing in life is guaranteed. Nothing. And so I think she's taking it for granted. Yes. And sometimes don't rely on that personality. Fair. After that spirited lip sync. Yes. The verdict comes down, honey. Vanjie stays. And Plastique is told to sashay away. Which- as much as oh, it, it breaks my heart because I wanted to see so many more beautiful corsets from Plastique. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking because I, I also you feel like, oh, she's really coming into her own. She's been doing so much better and she's just likable. I mean, she's she's and she's complicated. Yeah. And coming to the show like you should uh, to on this type of platform and yeah. this type of experience, I think you should come in as a fully realized person already. Yeah. But the fact that she is unfolding more layers. Yeah. Un- I just want to see more from Plastique. Yeah. Cause we know she is gorgeous. Yes. It's always so fun to see her like move and what she's wearing. It's so like detailed and just stunning. She's got a Precise. gift. I, I just really want to suck the life force out of her. Well, you can now. Oh, <laughs> I didn't mean that in an oral way. Okay, well, you know, you can work that out. Hey, we're season 11. We're progressive. <laughs> Vanjie's dating Brooklyn. Right. Honey, it's it's free love. Nina West and Silky, I mean. Right, you know, your, your lady garden is exposed for the world. Oh, nice makeout session. You know, they had a makeout session, too, in the workroom, remember? Oh, honey. Yeah. So steamy, big girls. Love is in the air. Uh, so we do fend a we, we, we bit of... It's fun we, yet sad farewell to plastic. Bye, plastic. I lo- we love you. We love your looks. You're going to do great things. Alyssa Edwards is going to come. Oh, she wants to speak to the manager. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for weighing in. Have you ever had a run in with the police? I cannot <laughs> confirm or deny those experiences. Fair, <laughs> fair. You're not allowed to say without a lawyer present. Right. I've learned a lot from Mama Roo. Thank you. Thank you. Very wise. Where can our lovely fans come and see you, honey? Um, you can come in the back alley. Well, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you can come in my mouth. But you can see me at Mickey's in West Hollywood. Yes. Or you can catch me at my viewing party every Thursday. So the fun starts at 7 at 33 Taps in Silver Lake. In Los or, Angeles, honey. Yeah. bingo. I host drag bingo and then we watch the show. Yes. RuPaul's Drag Race. It's like a live podcast right there. I'm t- in baby. person with drinks talking about sh- with cocktails oh and snacks and snacks oh, that's like all I that's all I need in my life basically and a drag queen <laughs> even better 
All right. Well, follow Miss Mariah Paris Balenciaga at Mug for Days, M U G, number four, D A Y Z. Why? Just because I want to be different. <laughs> Thank you, honey. I love you. I love you too. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you know what? I, give, give me my pocketbook. I am leaving. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love you, John. Ah, I love Mariah Paris Balenciaga. She is so lovely, it's criminal. So now, from a stunning ball queen to a robust woman, to quote Brooklyn Heights, it's time for a visit with a superstar comedian who just happens to be an extra special guest star in this week's episode. LADP's finest, Fortune Feimster. Fortune is a comedian and an actor seen on Chelsea Lately, The Mindy Project, Glee, the film Office Christmas Party. She's appeared in Not Today, Bianca with Bianca Del Rio. And she's had Netflix and Comedy Central specials. She's the best. And she also has her own fabulous podcast called Sincerely Fortune. So give her a listen. But now she's here to talk about getting groped by queens and swerving and protecting with the LADP. Here she is. Okay, I'm here with comedian, actor, writer, podcaster, robust woman. <laughs> yes. Fortune Feimster, hello. Hi, John. Thank you for coming. I'm so happy to be here. So you came on board for an improv challenge. Did you have any idea what you were getting into? I had no idea, but <laughs> I had done Drag Race season nine as a judge. Yes. And when you guys asked me to come back and do that, as well as get to do this improv challenge, I was like, oh my God, it's like a dream come true, because improv was where I first started. Right, right. You started the, the, at the, at the groundlings. groundlings. Yeah. Yes, yes. But I had no idea. <laughs> you guys just said it would be like a sort of drag take on cops. Right. And I was like, well, let, <laughs> let's see what happens. Let go, let God. <laughs> now, do you have any experience in law enforcement? I don't. I've never even been arrested. Knock on wood. <laughs> I've gotten some speeding tickets, but I've never right. been an officer. I don't think I could pass the physical fitness challenge. <laughs> Have you, you never played a cop before? Um, on I think on Chelsea lately I played a cop. <laughs> it's always a comedic version of cops. Well, I, I did sell a movie to Amblin, which is Steven Spielberg's company, yeah, yeah. which is about two female rookie cops. So maybe this is like the lead up if that movie gets greenlit. Now, have you ever been groped by a, a, a queen before this challenge? I have been groped by a lot of people. <laughs> I don't know what it is. People... People grab me a lot in uh -huh. life, not just drag queens. I think because I'm, I'm like a bigger girl and I look like a teddy bear or something. <laughs> I just get grabbed a lot, right? Well, and I've told people this before, and they're like, "You're that doesn't seem right." And we've <laughs> literally walked out the door, and some gay guy was like, "Hey, bitch!" and like grabbed my boobs. <laughs> That's a little much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but it's not just gay guys. Okay, I'm here. I'm queer. Grab me. <laughs> <laughs> well, the queens took you up on that. I mean, they got oh, real handsy. They were handsy from like the second we stepped out of that cop car. <laughs> Cheyenne and I were like looking at each other like, what is happening? Because they went, all of them started at like an 11. Yeah. No one started at like a three and yeah. worked their way up. Yeah. Subtlety is not no. as, as, as a thing as much. But I guess they were all thinking like, this is our time to shine yeah. and we only have so long to do it. And listen, you are like fresh meat. They haven't, they've been, they've been cooped up for about, <laughs> for about nine weeks or whatever. That's true. They <laughs> seem very excited to just like be outside. <laughs> I know. It's rare we shoot anything outside of the studio. Yeah. Because like Dragon Daytime is not always friendly. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but it was, it was crazy and fun. I, 
I landed in a couple of crotches. Of, <laughs> I think Silky Ganache's crotch for sure. What What did you remember most about from shooting it with the queens? Like Silky or Nina or whoever? I mean, I love seeing them all just try, you know, because yeah. improv is not a lot of their background. Some, yeah. some people had experience in it, but it was fun to see a different side of them because I... You know, you usually just see the runway part yeah. when you're a guest judge. So I love just seeing them have fun. And I could see like when we first started each scene, they would all be a little nervous. Like yeah. you could tell they didn't know what they were going to say or what they were going to do. But then by the end, yeah, you could see the confidence really start to come through. And I love being a part of that. Right. They sort of get the whole like, well, yes, and mm-hmm. <laughs> I would. There were a couple of times I would even whisper that to somebody would be like hit me or i do this you know because <laughs> i've been doing it for so long yeah. that i just know what will escalate it the first one we had back alley butt pads mm-hmm. with silky and sugar how was the chicken the chicken was not as warm as you would think coming out of sugar cane's butt <laughs> but oh my, i don't even think we could get a word in edgewise with silky ganache which seems to be the the theme of the season yeah yeah she's certainly comfortable in well in front of a camera not oh, on camera for sure she, she likes she likes to talk there is not a shy bone in silky's body the, and the one with Brooklyn and Nina with a naked lady and her mm-hmm. like sunbathing, she said, you smell like my dad. <laughs> Which is a valid point. <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn was definitely like just in the zone. Like as soon as we got out of the car, Brooklyn, like you saw, was like all over it. it was just very, had all this information. And yeah. that's the biggest part of improv is delivering lots Backstory of information. Backstory. Least, yeah. But it did leave nina a little <laughs> you know she really had to like work to get in yeah, there yeah and part of improv if you do it a lot it's a give and take but it, right. that wasn't happening there as was much. not always a lot of giving there's yeah, lots of taking lots of taking <laughs> and a lot of but these. nina's so funny that she really found her way to get in yeah. those punch lines and yeah. stuff brooklyn had her legs wrapped around you brooklyn was very flexible <laughs> i think there was one point where brooklyn uh did a handstand into my face that I don't know if we'll see it, but right, right. I that may not have made the cut. That's but, a well, web extra. How do you choose? <laughs> Brooklyn did so many things with her body. Yeah, and then we get to the cat fight at Kitty Liquors. Mm-hmm. With... That was probably the most insane one. Yeah, only because none of us, Shine and I, and even the crew, you could tell, had no idea what was going on. Right, like they were playing cats, and they each had a little backstory, which kind of maybe came through, like, Plastico was supposed to be like Broadway kitty, like very thea- yeah. theater, theatrical, and Vanjie was just kind of like more a, like... Like a street cat. Alley cat. <laughs> yeah, alley cat. But yeah, they started at 20. But we couldn't like... really understand what the actual fight was about, <laughs> so we couldn't really help them in the scene as much, and then at some point, they just started rolling around the, the cat crown, toys came and out. the cat toys came out. They were licking milk when plastic licked that milk off the ground we were like girl no <laughs> it's not worth it <laughs> are there laws rules and improv about that sort of stuff like I mean, is, is there is there a way to like pull back you know i think in improv you would pretend to lick <laughs> and plastic was like i'm going for it which you know i guess why not go for, go for the gold but bless the last pair were akira and uh, evie as our twerking girls that one was probably my favorite one because their story made sense yeah they and they had their specific roles akira was older and the you know 
was feeling pushed out, and then they had this whole twist. Yes, this whole like mother daughter. Yeah, this whole twist that not no one saw coming. <laughs> but I just love that they were twerking into everything, like yes. even when they were crying. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought it was so clever, and they really committed. And Akira, I think, by far, just really shined. Yeah, yeah. She was like a good actress. Mm-hmm. Like, often in her drag, she appears very mature. Yeah. And kind of glamorous, like this older lady mm-hmm. or something. And maybe, yeah, she was giving you, like. She, well, she let go, yeah. which I think is refreshing to see, <laughs> you know? And I. I love getting to see that side of her. Yeah. I just like seeing her run. I like seeing her hobbling with a cane <laughs> yes. and then boom, she's, bam, she's running. We're like, <laughs> she doesn't need that cane. Now, have you ever sunbathed naked in your yard? Listen, <laughs> nobody <laughs> wants that. There are all these drones nowadays. Not that <laughs> drones are hovering over my yard, but you never know. You never know. And this is not a sunbathing <laughs> nude body. Well, sunscreen's important, too. That's true. I have this fair skin. I don't want to burn my tatas. <laughs> now, who's a stronger, like, comedy force to work with? Like, you got your Mindy Kalings, mm-hmm. your Kristen Wiggs, you got your Silkies, oh, you got man. your Akiras. I, I've worked with some, a lot of really funny ladies. Mindy Kaling, Chelsea Handler, yes. uh, Tina Fey produced something of mine. They're all very different, but the core is that they are, like, fierce businesswomen. Like, they got mm-hmm. it together. But they're sharp. They're really smart. And they can come up with jokes like so quick on the cuff. And, you know, that's what the like seeing this improv is about, seeing what people can just like come up with. Yeah, because you've got like, a, you know, in these challenges, the queens are given like a base of a character and kind of bullet points and mm-hmm. stuff. And then they build on it from there. Yeah. And just, you know, improv and just add their own like flair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to catch up to those ladies. I, I got to build an empire. <laughs> so far, I can uh, get a fancy meal at Red Lobster. Mm, biscuits. <laughs> Cheddar by biscuits. <laughs> now, you're, you're planning a wedding, I, I understand. I, I got engaged last year and we are... We need to plan a wedding. We just have not. Yes, well, I was listening to your podcast, so oh, I know you're, you're talking you. about planning a wedding. Yo, Sincerely, fortune. Sincerely, fortune. It's a new podcast we started just to kind of show a different side of myself because yeah. people often see this like silly, ridiculous side, and I just wanted to do something <laughs> that was a little more like, oh, this is you know, yeah. this is about real things. And one of the episodes was planning a wedding, and we were talking about how stressful it is, and yeah. we've literally not planned one thing. We're like, we're so stressed. And the people were like, well, what have you figured out so far? We're like, nothing. <laughs> we don't even have a venue. Well, I know an, an, a nice alley in Silmar. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's the the down the downfall of having gay marriage paths. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm so glad for marriage equality. <laughs> but honestly, I never dreamed of a wedding because you know who knew if if it would ever get passed. And yes. now here we are, and we're like, oh crap, we gotta. Well, Plan a wedding. I have two suggestions if you're okay. trying to figure out your look. Yeah. Face Keeney. Yes. <laughs> I saw those, which is very helpful for me because I don't like makeup. <laughs> As you can see, I was like, oh, God, I didn't put any makeup or do my hair at all. I was just like, whatever. Well, it's just as well because they were like, we're climbing all over you. I know. And pulling I your hair. sweat it off. <laughs> and... Bridesmaids, if you need bridesmaids, I think you've got plenty of eager a, candidates. A lot of drag queens. <laughs> I would love to have all drag queens as my bridal party. Mm-hmm. That would be a great bachelorette weekend. Oh my. God. You might not make it to the wedding. <laughs> I know. Yeah. 
And where else can we see you coming up? I'm on tour uh, a ton. Go to fortunefeenster.com. And I've got just lots of like guest stars coming up. Life in Pieces, an episode of Tales of the City on <gasps> Netflix. I'm so excited about it. It's going to be really great. Yeah, I just I did the, one episode. I love the original. And I just, you know, they just released the trailer. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, so many of the originals. Yeah. And like Olympia Dukakis and Laura Lenny and Bob the Drag Queen is I all know, over that trailer. I, I Bob was uh, there the day I was shooting. So it was really cool. Yeah. I was just glad. You know, it's just cool to be a part of of any sort of um you know gay history and uh, yeah. storytelling so i was really happy to do that and i sing in the episode uh so that's a little nerve-wracking for me but okay finally you can sing us out here <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's exactly what it was sounding like <laughs> <laughs> well, gorgeous. well fortune thank you very much thank you john come back to drag race always please uh, please keep having me <laughs> okay bye <laughs> bye Thank you, Fortune Feimster. And now it's time for this week's Kitty Girl Catch-Up interview with our dearly departed queen. And honey, this week's girl puts the kitty in Kitty Girl Catch-Up. Because she just acted the fool and played the kitty cat in the LADP and Girl Animal Services came and took her to the house. It's time to lap it up with Broadway Kitty herself, Miss Plastic Tiara, and find out how she's feeling about her time behind bars and beyond. Here we go. Hello, 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 Plastique. Hi, how are you? I'm good, honey. How are you? What's happening? Where are you? I'm in Chicago right now, about getting ready for a gig, you know, show real life. Where do you have a show at? Tonight, yes, I'm doing a Mean Girls theme show at Roscoe's. It's going to be so fun. I'm super Uh, excited. Are you a Mean Girl? I mean, uh, from the show, I'm clearly not one of the Mean Girls. (laughs) Who are the Mean Girls on the show? The viewer knows who I'm talking about. Well, you know who you're talking about. I mean, I I left the show feeling I was friends with everyone, but now watching it back, I was like, oh, wow. It's a little different from what I thought. Well, we look forward to the reunion then. Yes, the reunion. Oh, my God. It's going to be so lit. What are you doing right now? Right now, I'm putting on uh, my eyeshadow. (laughs) Oh, good. What, What color is it? Girl, it's like just a beauty mug. Because now that I got money from Drag Race, I don't have to experiment no more. There's no big blue garage doors? <laughs> I know, I have to ask. So this week we saw you in the LADP challenge. You licked that milk right off the ground. I, I just want to make sure, did you did you survive that okay? I think I did. I'm still alive now, oh. you know? So I think I'm okay. So I was like, bro, if you, if you want to survive... Because I could feel like this is going downhill. I got to do whatever I got to do. Well, what I was jealous of, though, you were all hugging up on Cheyenne Jackson's leg, and your face was like almost right up in his crotch. Oh, my God. I don't know what was happening. I don't know what was taking over. But, you know, I was channeling my inner Silky, and I was like, maybe this will save me. But clearly, it did not. Uh, Well, what a way to go. If you're going to go, you might as well be hanging on to Cheyenne Jackson's big old man thigh. For sure. Something Uh, good came out of that. Does he smell good? He did smell good. God bless. <laughs> Even though it was like really hot outside, he did smell fresh. Where do you keep your charisma num? I'm sitting on it right now. <laughs> that sounds moist. Quite painful, but you know, oh. she's here. Do you have any hard feelings towards Raja? I don't know. Uh, I feel like, you know, I feel like we kind of resolve things, but now I just, watching it all back. Yeah. Um, I, you know, we, you get to see the things that weren't said, that was said behind closed doors, and then, 
you get to see how it really played out, how we truly felt. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess we, I just have to, and I hadn't had a chance to really talk one-on-one with her face-to-face. So maybe the reunion will be a good time to just hash everything out. Ooh, I hope so. This this week was all about like LADP. So have you ever been <laughs> have you ever been arrested? No, I have not. Luckily, luckily, I I never been. That was my first time, I guess. But I was arrested by Cheyenne Jackson. So I mean, hey. it's not too bad. Good. Have you ever been DP'd? Oh God. <laughs> uh, oh God, girl. I don't do that. I can't. No, no, I don't do that. Put that on your to-do list, I guess, or, or not. Right. I'm sure the other girls have <laughs> other experiences, but for all. So now you were just recently in the UK and Amsterdam with like Manila and Alaska and Gia and Trinity and Laganja and Jasmine and Dusty Ray Bottoms. Who is oh, the craziest? Oh, wow. So you got on the list. Okay. I can't leave somebody out. So who's the craziest of all of the girls? Oh my God, Trinity is pretty crazy. I love her. And she's like my first, like it was my first time meeting her and she is just amazing in all the ways possible. Like she's so humble, so kind, so much fun at the same time. I, I just love her. Now, who is the worst to tour with? Um, Like who runs uh, late, who hogs all the dressing room space? You know what? Unfortunately, there wasn't a name that I could name off because everyone was really nice. Oh, my God. It might have been you. Man, probably. You probably asked the other girls before, so it probably is me. So how's your boyfriend? My boyfriend is doing amazing. He's in the room, like, washing my wigs as as we speak. Oh, wow. That's a good boyfriend. Yes. The best. Are you all going to get married? We'll see. Maybe. I'm still 22, so we get it. So we still have <laughs> a little bit, a little bit of time. But you can be a child bride. But and how are your nails right now, girl? My nails are, my nails are bald as a sugar wall. You know, always, always on. Okay, always just done. checking. Well, I hope you have a wonderful time in Chicago. Thank you. Where do you go after Chicago? I'm off to Las Vegas after Chicago. Ooh. I'm here for a couple of days, and I'm off to. A Las Vegas. You gamble, girl? <laughs> what do you have planned for DragCon? Well, there's going to be a lot of a lot of new new merch coming out. Okay. It's going to be tiring, but it's going to be fun, I feel. Okay, well, I'm going to get like a fast pass so I can skip the line with you. Oh, are we still doing that? I don't know. <laughs> Is that a thing? Are we still doing that this year? I got to plan ahead. I live. Well, honey, thank you so much. And I, like most of the world, I'm sure, is shook that you... Have departed. Aw, thank you. Please protest for me. Okay. <laughs> As a protest, I'm stopping this interview right now. Oh, perfect. All right. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, thank you for consoling yourself about Plastique's departure by listening to this week's official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. Big, big thank yous to Mariah Paris Balenciaga, to Fortune Themester, and to Plastic Tiara for gracing us with their presence. And thank you, as always, for listening and commenting, and give us a nice rating, please. Next week, we're going to work some magic with a whole new episode and whole new queens. So until then, go out, see some local drag, and tip your girls. Okay, so to sing us out this week, we're going to visit with Plastic Tiara's mama, Miss Alyssa Edwards, Who's gonna rechannel her Annie Oakley and shoot us out of here? Bang bang, hit it, Miss Alyssa. Goodbye. 